0: Well, hello, everybody, (laughs) and thank you for joining me. I wanted to do a brief intro to a discussion that we are going to have later on. So, in this seed session, I am going to shine some light on chapter four of Hosea. Some people say Havia, Hosea, Hoshea, whatever. I'll say Hosea, because this applies to this generation as it did to the generations before us and the generations before them, so on and so forth. I think it's Second Kings, and don't quote me because I'm definitely not a Bible scholar, but I do like to dig deep and have these discussions because it's just interesting and the way it can be applied to the time Um, all things fade right flowers people all wither away but the word of God is something that remains and so that's biblical but back to what I was saying I think it's second kings where it speaks of the havoc that was going on and he meaning hosea has seen this coming because he was a prophet a lot of people are not believers of those who are blessed with the gift of sight but i won't stay there at all <laughs> it's kind of three main parts to hosea and in the beginning god told him to marry Gomer and to make her his wife. Now the thing about Gomer was she liked to sleep around and around and around (laughs) and the people knew it which then did what attach labels to her. We must keep in mind that if we all have a past and that we are not our labels. Hmm. As you think about not being your label, as we grow up as kids, we could be, you know, in a household where they talked about us, mistreated us. Or we could have did some things like Gomer, slept around, you know, lady at a night, prostitute, right? Harlots are prostitutes, and I'll mention that word a couple of times, but We could have been that. And some people get trapped into the names of the past, and so then their future won't allow them to be great because they got all of this stuff in their head. But anyway, God told him to have children with her, and he did. And in the first round, I think they had about three kids. I think they had three, well, I'll get there, but anyway. Can you hear the chatter and the ridicule he must've faced in his community? Everybody know his home situation? That grapevine or that can string or the camels or the birds or the pigeons, whatever they use to get that mail out there, that gossip out there must've been lit. And I'm sure he was sad. Walked around moping, talked to some of his homeboys, and people was pointing fingers at him. This had to be overwhelming for him and frustrating so what do you do when things arise like this the first thing a lot of people do is you run of course right you run and hide you go into depression you don't want to be bothered you want to know the why to it and in his case he divorces wife now keep in mind that all things happen in God's timing period there's no way around it. We can try to fight it. But God will sit them thoughts there and and make you feel uncomfortable so that you can make some changes. That's what life is all about. And so God tells this man to go find her again, his wife, <laughs> and clear her debt with those she loved and had sex with and to marry her again. So it's like, wait, what? What? He out here cheating on me. They already talking about me. You know, they dogging me out. I'm the daily barbershop talk. And you want me to go marry her again? Oh, hell no. You know. Now, many of us hear God. Go back and forth with God. On why it won't work. Why I can't do that. You're not good enough. The other person not good enough. I'm not ready yet. But you missed the point. God is. And if God feels you are in a place of receiving, he gives gives to us. And it's up to us to receive it. Now, if we don't, then don't cry about the why. Because you rejected it. God showed you and you did not act. So no matter what you think, God is the one who gets the glory in all things. So this man had to swallow his pride and marry her again and have more children. Hmm. How about that? The brokenness, the marriage, the children, its all a prophetic symbol of Israel. And all God ever asks in return is that the people be faithful to him. God loves us. He is compassionate and faithful. He gives grace and shows mercy daily. So then I ask you, could we afford to be divorced by God? I don't think so. In chapter four, God has a case. He is looking at us, all of us. And what does he see? No faithfulness, no kindness, no acknowledgement of who he is, swearing, deception, murder, stealing, adultery, violence, bloodshed, and the people are hurting. Nobody taking accountability. Yet, what is taking place is a whole lot of fun. Does this sound familiar? So then, God says, You will stumble. Stumble by night. I will destroy your mother. And so this is a promise. People are missing the verbiage, they're missing what God's saying. That was a guarantee. He said, I will. Our will is a command. Our will is a promise I am going to do. He said, my people. And when he said my people in the scripture, I can hear God crying literally. Because as a parent, as a friend, you see and hear the choices that those close to you are making And it breaks you down. It sends you to a place. Hmm. I can hear the Lord saying, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you rejected me. You rejected what I sent your way. You wanted to attach your own labels when I gave you a label to put there. You wanted to do it your way. Because it's not that you aren't being told, but because it doesn't fit what you're looking for, or because it doesn't feel good, or because you've been hurt before, or because it needs to be your way. And so then you recheck my message. So then, since you've forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children your family and those close to you you notice sometimes havoc start going crazy into your life you better take it back to the word the more people it was added around into the place right <laughs> the more they sinned against God what's going on in the world now we steady repopulating reproducing and what's going on so as the world kept having kids more people continued to sin against God they're not learning no more type of seeds are replanting. God said I will change their glory to shame they feed on the sin of my people and direct their desires towards their iniquity. And I will be like people, no, and I will be like people, like priests. So I will punish them for their ways and repay them for their deeds. They will eat and not have enough. They will play harlot but not increase because they have stopped giving heed to the Lord. Harlotry, is a word that keeps coming up throughout Hosea. Oh, but what is it? It's just another name for a prostitute. And so he says, "Harlotry, wine, and new wine, take away the understanding. When you're under the influence of substance, you can't hear the voice of God. The frequencies are crossed. When you overeat, how do you feel? Luggage mind tired, body full, don't want to be bothered. God said, my people consult their wooden idols and their wizard wands warn them for spirit of prostitution has led them astray. And he goes on to say, because their shade is pleasant. (laughs) In other words, people are having fun doing their own thing. So, the people without understanding are ruined. And when you are ruined and life happens, what do you do? You cry out to God and expect Him to respond. But God has already given you a command. It's in your heart, it's in your mind, and it won't go away. But you're choosing not to listen for your own selfish reasons. God wants to build us. You're choosing not to listen. For what your eyes see, for fun and games, for convenience, and whatever else you are choosing not to listen. But you will have to crowd again and again and again. And I pray that He listens. People don't want to know God until life happens. Most people, anyway. Most people join a church or a brotherhood or a, um, a group when their life is a crisis. But God is a strategist and He strategically places people and things into your life at the time in which He wants them there to help you get through and to get to the next level. Because those people who are in place may have exceeded their time or one taking you to where he wants you to be. Do we reject those people all the time? We do, but you gotta be careful. This is one big game of choice. You can get set up for good or you can spiral for lack of knowledge and understanding for rejecting the gift he sends you. So then, that was just food for thought. This will um, be a more detailed conversation with uh, Jeremy and Sadan. and so you guys stay tuned because that was just a little overview of chapters 1 through 4 and I'll try to keep these under 15 minutes and on that note, if you hang in there with me, I'll always be there for you. Peace.